Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program, offering you the naked facts about swinging, Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Hi, this is Ed. And this is Phoebe. Today we're giving our final review on the Costa Rica Hotel Takeover. It had its pros, but if you actually wanted to have sex with other people, well, (laughs) we'll get into that. But before we get started... Ed and I want to ask you for your help. It's our desire to reach more people with our podcast, and here's what you can do. Rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Mention Swinger University on social media. Tell your friends about our podcast, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can find all the links to our social media in the show notes of the episode. We really appreciate you, and we appreciate all the support you give to us and our podcast. All right, enough business. Let's talk about Costa Rica wrap-up. Yeah, and this is the second time we've recorded this episode because... We want to give it a fair review. And we needed time to process. And calm down. (laughs) Yes, particularly me. (laughs) So I do want to start with our perspective or lens based on, you know, like with anything, anytime you ask someone of their opinion, how, how did you like this or how do you like that? For, for example, here's a really good example. People that go to Pearl or Desire, they always love the food. But every once in a while, you'll say, hear someone say, I hated the food. Why? What, what do you, what's your perspective? What right. are you used to eating McDonald's? Is that your, your palate? If, if that's so, I, I get it. I understand. Okay noted right so i want to give you our perspective on what 
what it's like here in California for swinging and, and the lifestyle. Right. We have a choice of four to five monthly house parties all the time with lots of play going on. Actual fucking. None right. of this standing around junior high dance thing that Ed likes to 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 call it. But actual, you know, people get down and get busy. Yeah. Playrooms are full. Uh, beds are, you know, around the pool are full. Like, everybody's playing. Yeah. The local entertainment company for swingers hosts about three of three event three to four events about one every quarter and then there are well gosh we used to have monthly hotel events right. for like the first three years we were swinging so yeah. there was always i mean it's, there's always something going on yeah and these back to the the quarterly hotel events these aren't just one night they're two nights most of them Halloween and New Year's especially. So we're used to just, I mean, it, it's pretty great. And then on top of that, they used to have bar meet and greets. They don't do that so much anymore. And then they have boat days around here where it's probably a little more vanilla swinger with like vanilla yeah. with sprinkles kind of thing. Mostly because the sheriff doesn't really want us <laughs> playing out on the boats in public. But. Right. Um, there's that. Right. And then we have two clubs in San Francisco. We've got Twist and we've got... Uh, Power Exchange. Yes. Yes. So we're pretty fortunate. Like, if you want to get out and get fucked, you can... There are, there are plenty of ways to do that. Yeah. Plenty and, of ways. And there are a number of couples who are pretty active on, you know, Cassidy and SLS posting hot dates and I was going to say, we've been talking mostly about the, the parties that we attend, but there are lots of other parties that are in this area and like just south of us in kind of the, oh, yeah. the Galt area mm -hmm. um, down in the, the pocket. And I think this weekend there there are two or three different parties. And I think next weekend there's a couple more. So, yeah. And I don't even know if I grouped in there like the bronze parties and then dinner with, with dinner with George dinner with George and then there's groups in um, in the uh, San Francisco area in the suburbs of San Francisco where they do house parties all right. summer and nothing you know in the other other seasons because they have a pool so their so whole backyard is naked we're, people we're really fortunate. Yeah, and and maybe a little bit uh, spoiled in that regard. Yeah, because th this is just kind of what our norm. We expect yeah. when we attend a swinger event, we have our expectations in terms of, you know, everybody says don't have expectations, but we kind of expect to have some swinging. Right. Well, and we also have a nudist resort near us too. Right. So there's your, you know compare and contrast which all uh, i will say is 90 percent swingers you just don't do anything in public right right you can't touch none of that stuff no touchy in public but we've been there oh, several yeah. times and you know going to the tent or into they've the got RV, rooms or the rv yeah there there are shenanigans going oh on. all the time 
and people live there and then you go to their house and <laughs> yeah and the people who are living there are swingers too <laughs> yeah so yes yeah. there's there's lots of opportunity yes so the cost of this vacation was anywhere from 3000 to 5000 depending on which room selection you picked and depending on where you are in the country your airfare is going to vary now i know middle of the states and the east coast had really good rates on their airfares west coast people canada washington yeah. us we got the suck shitty shitty airfare costs i think our airfare cost probably fifteen hundred dollars yeah and it, it's a bad time to fly um because of the gasoline costs and the airlines uh having staffing problems and exactly. sort of the prices for tickets shot through the roof so that's that's a little artificially inflated yes um, it's normally still. yeah that's like three times it should be then the excursions if you want to do any excursions while you're there it was like 360 per person right no per couple yeah, it was yeah, i think that was per couple um there were some excursions that were cheaper and some that were more expensive but yeah so you got that. So if you want to do one day, that's 360 one day. A lot of people did a couple excursions, so that's another 360. So, you know, that's another 820, something like right. that. Yeah, right? That You're getting up fair. there. Um, 720. Then $200 for massage. A lot of people got couples massage. And so all in all, basically, you could drop 7420 bucks, maybe five k if you drop out the excursions and massage and stuff like that. So let's just say 5k for that vacation, right? Right. All right. So I'm expecting it to be, I've got some expectations for 5k. Like I don't go there just for the pool and to watch sexy people walk around naked. I, I got that here. I got my own nudist beach resort thing going on here. I want to see fucking, I want fucking, right? right? I want actual swinging. Bum, bum, bum. The venue, very nice. But in comparison, it's not going to be RM, Pearl, or Desire kind of nice. So if you know what that's like, it's not the same. But still very nice. Yeah. And, and I think the number one complaint that a lot of people had was that the resort was very spread out. Yes. And so it wasn't conducive to kind of pulling people together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the very arid section of Costa Rica. Um, we knew that going in, but we didn't know exactly how arid. Yeah. I think we didn't have a good mental picture of what <sighs> no. that looked like. It was it was worse than California in the summer. It didn't yeah. even look as pretty as Arizona in the summer. Yeah. It was, it was it unusual. It was very sparse. A lot of cactus, surprise, surprise, next to palm trees, and a lot of controlled burning near the road. So there's, everything just looked brown and ugly, and all the trees looked dead. They were just missing their leaves. Right. But not in a nice-looking way. Ah, it was disappointing. Because the resort was so far away from all these excursions all the things that you wanted to do waterfalls zip line things like that it required a two-hour drive to get there and then of course two-hour drive back so there's four hours of time out of your day and even the best stomach 
was having issues with the windy roads. So if you're at all motion sickness, sick. It was rough. It was yeah. a rough ride. Yeah. It was rough. So we decided that wasn't a good option for me. I get motion sick really easy and I didn't want to spend a whole day away from the resort because I wanted to chill with people and make connections. Some people took the catamaran tour. They said it was okay. Probably too long. Yeah. Um, music was too loud. Couldn't really talk to anybody. Um, maybe that was just that particular company running that particular tour, but no one had any rave reviews about that. I will say the staff on site was very nice. Very, very nice. Yep. Tried to be, tried to be very accommodating. Mm -hmm. Um, but if we had spoken Spanish, it would have been much easier. Yes. Um, there was a fair amount of, uh, confusion, misunderstanding, especially on the phone. Yes. Uh, in person, it was easier, but definitely on the phone there were, we got a lot of like weird directions yeah. and, uh, misunderstandings. Right. The food I, I thought was good. It, it could have, they could have had a little more variety, after bike day three, it was starting to <laughs> very similar, be very yeah. similar, right? Um, and and it is not RM or Pearl type food. So according to according to a number of people that we talked to, yeah, yeah. But it was good food. There was plenty for you to select from. Uh, let's see the gym. They had a gym. Mm -hmm. um, I probably only saw one guy in there. Everyone set off to, to be very gung ho and work out. And we've talked to so many people and they're like, yeah, I brought all my gear and I didn't even get over there. <laughs> right. Um, the other downside was the information, right? Things that they had to offer or. Yeah, they're. There wasn't a binder in the room that gave you the times for when dinner was served. Um, we called the first morning to find out when breakfast was going to be served, or it was, I guess it was the first night. And we found out one of the restaurants, the buffet, opened at 7 a.m. But there, none of this was posted anyplace. Mm -hmm. None of this was provided to us in any kind of printed format so that we could see the schedule there Not wasn't the... even a map of the grounds provided to no. us to say, this is the upper pool, the lower pool, this right. is what's here, what's there. So there was almost no information provided except via word of mouth from other guests. Yes. So somebody would hear something and then <laughs> the telephone game and we would basically pass it around to everybody that we ran across. But that was the only way we found out about anything. Yeah. There was, there was no information. Right. Right. Even important stuff like the COVID test. Right. We found out was, through word of mouth. Word of mouth. That. Never would have found out about that because you had to have one before you left. Um, when the different areas that food is being served. So what Ed said, one of the buffets opened at seven. Well, another one opened at nine because the top one closed at, Eight thirty or nine Something. or yeah, and, and we didn't even know when the other one closed. We didn't know when dinner got started to be served until later in the week. Right, and lunch was also another one of those where we we happened to wander by at noon and it and they were serving food, but we didn't know when they started to serve. Right, right, and then 
than the pool. Like, oh, God. <laughs> was it closed? Was it not closed? No rules posted. No information about what time you could swim at. So could we swim at night? It, it didn't say we couldn't. And so we chose to get in the pool anyway. I don't know if we were supposed to or not. And then one of the nights we went to the lower pool and one of our friends was down there and said, oh, by the way, they just put chemicals in the pool and told us to stay out of it. No sign posted, no information, no rope closing off the the stairs, none of that. Mm. And the same thing happened to us later in the week, but we were actually in the pool and the security mm -hmm. guard came up and told us, oh, by the way, you probably don't want to be in the water <laughs> because they just put chemicals in. So it's one of those, why not put just a little sign saying pool closed for maintenance? I don't know. It was baffling to me. It just, it made no sense at all. I don't know. At some point during the week, people said they just start, they just did things. And then they asked for forgiveness later because they really got tired of asking. And so they just went ahead and did stuff. And so right. <laughs> I guess people were fucking by the, by the side of the pool and they got in trouble by the security. Yeah. Or giving blowjobs or something. Yeah. And I'm surprised I didn't get kicked out because... Well, we got lucky. Nobody caught us uh, I know. fucking by the pool, but it was, And well. the guy giving me oral, like my, my ass was up in the oh, air. Yeah, that's right. You How, were right there. You were holding me up and yeah. my legs were on his shoulders and it was like all for all to see. Yeah. Again, once again, no one the told one... us that we couldn't. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises, and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. Thank God no one rushed in and said, nah, 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 nah. I would have been shocked. I would have been like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, we we were provided stickers. They came and knocked on our door and they gave us these like, they look like luggage tags. They were strip yeah. stickers about a you know, foot long. And it said something about disinfected luggage. And it was a way to tag your bags that they were disinfected. Now, they didn't tell us how to disinfect them. They didn't tell us what to do with the tags, whether we put them on the bags or not. Uh, they or handed us stickers and then said, have a good day. And we asked a couple other people if they got them and they said no. <laughs> and n nobody knew what to do with them. Nobody knew anything about them. The airlines didn't ask about them. The, Did, the, but the shuttle didn't ask about it. Maybe they disinfected our luggage without us knowing. And that was a way of, t I don't know what happened. I highly doubt that they did anything. I, I don't know. Hence our confusion. <sighs> and then I guess a couple of people actually left like on day three. Yeah. Because they We'd were heard about that later in the week. I, I don't know. Dissatisfied in some way and said, this is for the birds and off they went. So there was that. 
classes. They did have some classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were some tantric sex classes that were going on throughout the week, and it was it was almost every day there was a different session. So they were kind of there was a woman session and a men session and a couple sessions that, that there were different kind of aspects of it. Right, right. We had talked to some men who had done the men's session <laughs> and he wanted his three hours back. He wanted his three hours back, yeah. <laughs> um they thought that what had been covered in the class probably could have been covered in an in an, in an hour. hour. Yeah. Um so there's another example of time you could have been spending getting to know couples or swinging but you were kind of locked in a classroom for three hours and you kind of felt trapped yeah so hmm. there you go and apparently in the playroom that they set up that if you've heard the other episodes um it really wasn't that sexy so i don't know how 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 warm and inviting that area was entertainment they did have nyla the high pimp pimpstress mm-hmm. yep she performed four nights mm-hmm. bombastic neo burlesque exotic erotic and she did a fire show fire show we missed because we had to be in bed that night because we had to be up at three thirty the next day yeah for the flight from hell yes they also had a saxophonist and a violinist this is all around dinner time so that was really nice mm-hmm and so, you know, uh, as we're winding down for this review, I would say LLV, this particular vacation hosted by them, it's kind of like Temptations, where you've got 80 to 90% lifestylers, but not swingers. And it, it's like a nudist res- it was like a nudist resort with yeah. just sprinkles um it definitely was not a swinger vacation not not by our definition uh, no from our experience on bliss cruise and from the conversations we've had about you know riviera maya and pearl that just the amount of available sex um this really was a lot of flirting, uh, some touching, and that that was that's, about it. That's it. And I broke it down in percentages for you. There was about 200 people there. So you had 30% of the people either too sunburned, too tired, too drunk, too dehydrated, too sick, left early, or they're just too new. Right. Like brand new in the lifestyle. So they aren't doing anything. Then you had the other 30%, another 30% that just didn't swing at all. Right. They're just there because they like just the sexy environment. And we spent most of the week with one of those couples and we had a great time with them. Absolutely. Yeah. But it was just great conversation. Conversation. Like, right. And, you know, we got to see them naked, which was fun. Yeah. And all their fun outfits. Yeah. <laughs> Then the other 30%, I would say, contributed to the venue's fault of not swinging because of the layout, because it's too spread out. Right. The swinger room wasn't very sexy. It was small. And the playroom, 
um, was all the way at the top of the resort. So you mm-hmm. had to go all the way to the top of the hill and then go upstairs to the playroom. Considering that most people's rooms where they were staying, right. where all their supplies are and their condoms and their lube and their toys and all that kind of stuff. Are five miles away. You have to take a shuttle yes. to get to them. Yes. So we're pretty convinced <laughs> that there may may have actually been more playing if people were closer to all of their shit, yeah. but they couldn't get to it. Right. And it was way too much of a, you know, back and forth. Uh, right. <laughs> migratory process mm-hmm. just to get in the same places as other people. And so we think it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. And then you've got 10% actual swingers, which leaves you with 20 people, which is 10 couples. Right. Out of 200. And one of the nights, I think all of those couples were in the playroom minus us. Um, the few t- times that we went up to the playroom, there were three couples one time. Nobody won the other time. Yeah, nobody the other time. And then when we went up and played, there there eventually was one, two, three, four, five couples that were The night of the room. spider monkey. Yes, the night mm-hmm. of the spider monkey. Yeah, and and there were groups of people, little tribes that came together, um, that that only stayed in their tribe, and they talked right. and did stuff all week. Um, so there there was that, and you couldn't really break into that. And then they would go on excursions, and 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 that's the other thing too. People were gone yeah. most of the day during the week and so that hence this is where the tired and exhaustion and all that stuff plays in and they weren't around to socialize with and and one of those groups we actually did break into pretty early in the week but because they were on excursions and doing the tantric class they were like we couldn't find them again right so we we had made plans to hook up with them but then they're gone doing other stuff we couldn't find them so swinging, not a priority for them. See, hence, this is the problem. <laughs> yeah. This is the problem. I, I didn't really want to be away from the resort because I wanted to get to know people so that we could have sex with them. <laughs> that, that Hence the, the vacation. Goal. So would we ever do it again? Probably not. No. Fuck no. <laughs> you say probably not. I say fuck no. <laughs> Maybe if it was at a different venue, but even then I would have to really, I'd have to, mm, I'd have to think about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say if you're a swinger, save your money and don't pay as Ed says, the swinger tax. Um, Don't pay that premium price if you really want to play with others because you can go on a same vacation for a third of the third of that cost somewhere else. Right. And the same with Desire Hito. I mean, not necessarily swingers there, um, unless there's a swinger takeover. Although we're still we're still <laughs> we're still researching that because I guess it all depends. I, if you take the party with you, or you're very you're very forward and you and you make make things happen, it, things can happen. Right. However, we offered, we put out seven invitations one night and we tried to make things happen and it didn't happen. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely got the impression that either people weren't into us 
or just weren't into the concept of swinging because I don't think they were there to swing. I, I just I, don't. I'm going to let my ego think that as well because <laughs> we're usually pretty successful with. Well, we had some friends just get back from Temptation and they they had a, a good time, but no one there wanted to swing. They they're very good looking couple this is mr and mrs red oh oh yeah right and you've heard of mr if you've listened to our episodes you know about mr and mrs red yeah and they're very hot they're very hot and no one wanted to swing with them i'm like what okay like okay there are not swingers there so this is where i'm starting to have the the problem and i'm like okay now if i'm gonna spend the money to go to a lifestyle resort, what am I actually getting for my money? Right. Just a bunch of naked bodies wandering around the pool. Great. I'll spend 60 bucks going down to my, my nudist resort down there and I can see naked bodies all day long. Right. And I actually fuck on site in someone's, you know, RV or their house or the, one of the hotel rooms. Yeah. I doesn't need to be outside. Like, anyway. Pros about the vacation were definitely the people. Oh, yeah. Fa fabulous people. Met a ton of people. Really, really very nice people from all walks of life. As we've said, you know, two degrees away from Elon Musk down to us. <laughs> the other spectrum of income level. Yeah. And, you know, we've got a bunch of contact information and we hope to connect with some of them in the future. And the resort was beautiful. It, it, absolutely. And I was going to say, if if you were on a vanilla vacation and you just wanted to go to a nice place that had a pool and, mm -hmm. you know, table tennis and, you know, pool table and some great restaurants on site and you wanted to get a massage and just do the whole day spa thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that resort was great for that yes definitely the cons were obviously no swinging was wah, wah, wah. very little swinging the resort was too spread out for swingers right perfect for separating families where you want to have your own vacation yeah not so good when you want everybody to have the same time doing things together correct and you know this just wasn't set up for swinging. It wasn't conducive for that. The right. playroom was, as 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 Ed said, up in the back forty, up some stairs in a corner. And you know, if you're if you're a lifestyler, a lifestyler, you'll you'll like it. You just like chilling with the 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 swinger people. Then yeah, sure. go for it. Yep. But if you're an actual swinger, mm, no. And we are going to do an episode on what constitutes an actual swinger. We're having a <laughs> because that came up a lot during that vacation. <laughs> yeah, a bit of an existential crisis, if you will, trying yeah. to sort some of that stuff out and yeah. really help figure out where is everybody. I felt like we'd gone back in time like 10 years when we first started swinging, and I, I was so confused. I was like, what's happening right now? Right. And we are not those shy people anymore. So no. there you have it. Hence the difference between areas and regions and why it's all different. So there it is. There it is. That is our hopefully well-balanced review. 
with with a lot less angst than the last recording. <laughs> yes, which you'll never hear that one. Dun dun dun! <laughs> the Swinger University needs your help. If you like our podcast, let the world know, or at least tell a fellow swinger or two. Not only will you be helping us, you'll be helping your fellow swing lifestylers. Please rate and review us on Apple, Google, and Amazon Podcasts. You can share your favorite episodes on social media. We're at TikTok, at Swinger University, Twitter, and Instagram, at SwingUPodcast. Email us at SwingerUniversity at gmail.com and visit our website at SwingerUniversity.com where you can find more information as well as visit our affiliates page to get a free 30-day membership at Cassidy.com. Thank you for listening to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment podcast. Hey, have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.